Welcome to Diacast, mold wine for the soul. Here at Diacast, our group of six Christmas spirits play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. It is Christmas style, listeners, so we're back with another Christmas special. This week we're playing Warmer in the Winter, where we make a Hallmark Christmas movie in RP form. My name's Lukey, and this week's question is, what is your most favouritest thing about Christmas? And I think mine is just like feeling snuggly and warm and full and having like lights up everywhere and just being with people. It's just a good vibe, you know? <laughs> and day drinking. Oh. Love the day drinking. Oh, yeah. That, uh, yeah. That, that's the Catholic. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, my name is Matt and I'm going to... I'm gonna... Stir away my criticism about all those people who say feeling warm is their favourite thing about Christmas. <laughs> I, I love being warm. That's why I hate the winter. Anyway, uh, this, this can get cut. Hello, my name is Matt. And my favourite thing about Christmas is like wholesome vibes from strangers. Like, yeah. you know, like I get wholesome vibes from my friends year round. But like Aww. there's something about Christmas, regardless of how much you like celebrate it, where you're just in a pub and just everyone is just like, hello, how's it going? It doesn't matter who you are. And mm. I like that. I like talking to strangers. Aww. Who does that? Who Hi, talks to strangers? I'm Jacob, and as has been recorded on this podcast before, I have a rather um, fraught relationship with Christmas. <laughs> um, since in the past I've been simultaneously a choral singer, a vicarage kid, and a retail worker, I am now no longer one of those things, so I'm prepared to kind of meet the season halfway. And actually, after <laughs> a year off because of pandemic, I'm really looking forward to carol singing. Aww. I'm really looking yeah. forward to getting like, my carol nice. You can't use carol singing as a reason not to like the season, because that's very much, like, your decision to carol sing over Christmas. Yeah, I'm aware, I'm aware. Um, but oh, the ad- I want to sing some carols. In July, may, may I, I remind carol singing? May I remind you? Last Christmas, the government advice for carol singers was to stand in a line. <laughs> <laughs> now, and now you may be thinking, there's a question oh, about that's, that's the one time. Coming that's yeah. the, that is like the, that's that that was that was the most like um, what's the word? Stupid. No, on my uh, <laughs> oh, that too, but. For, for for Christmas last year, uh, Mum and I decided to recklessly uh, overlook um, lockdown guidance, so we had a little gather round yes. with the neighbours and sang uh, <gasps> carols round a piano um, in someone's Aww. front driveway on it's a, on a Tuesday evening. Um, Wait, you took the piano round to someone's front driveway? <laughs> no, they took the piano out um, nice. to their front driveway and gathered a bunch of us around. And we Aww. sang assorted Aww. carols in two and a bit part harmony. Um, hello, my name's Peter, and I've been giggling for the past couple of minutes because I've realised that the pandemic advice thing for the for the carol singers standing in a line, I th- I think what they actually meant was a line like shoulder to shoulder. I was assuming. <laughs> I was assuming conga. I was assuming a conga line of carol singers. <laughs> Which, just the loud ones at the back and the really quiet Christ ones is born on the today. front. Hey, Christ is born today. Hey, so <laughs> that's what's been keeping me. Given, 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 the, given the choirs and the carols I'm seeing, that is Christus Natus Est. Oi, Christus Natus Est. Oi. Um, hello. Uh, my name's Peter, and my favourite thing about Christmas is uh, the large amount of chocolate I get to consume. 
Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a complete chocolate nutter. I can have something uh, different, but often there are little gourmet treats, and I do like. I do like really good, like like really really good chocolate. Um, we live. We live near an independent uh, chocolatier, and I have. <gasps> Uh, they they do. Well, I say independent. Um, I will look up their name because I have their card in my wallet. And you might just say, "There's loads of those." Um, Montezumas. <laughs> oh, they're not that even is... a little bit independent. We oh, have that, that in that Winchester. That is a chain. That's a chain, yeah. right? I thought so. Uh, but they're really good. And they're th- good though. They're so I think, good. I think they're ethical. Anyway, chocolate. Yes. Love chocolate. Dark orange in me, please. Um. High velocity. Ooh. I think that bit's going to be cut. Yeah. Oh, really no, I think, cut I think that's going to be my new ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Helen. And my favourite thing about the Christmas season period is definitely everything that everyone else has already said. The food, oh. people being friendly, getting to see your family, getting to sing carols. This is the problem with going last. You guys say the good things. Do you... Oh my God! You said you said, I, I'm, you I'm said ass- Carol and Carol. I, has I assume been over Christmas you go into a sort of Pavlova coma. Oh, uh, if I can eat the food, it is in my mouth. You are a Pavlova lover. Pavlova lover. <laughs> no, no I am not vegetarian. Pigs and blankets are delicious. Yeah. Are you a vegetarian as well? <laughs> this constantly. This is this has caught me out multiple times. Everyone thinks I'm vegetarian. I blame H. Aww. H is a vegetarian, I live with them. Ray is a vegetarian, I live with them. Eva is a Because H is a vegetarian and you live oh. with them. I date her. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that sounds like a you problem, let's be honest. <laughs> I surround myself with them. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like you're the one who's behind. Okay, so anyway, now that we are ready for a Christmas feast for the ages, let's get to it. Merry Christmas and all that. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'll find it. Merry. What did we do last year? I just went ho ho ho. Uh, Merry Diamonds. And you all fucking laughed at me for like five minutes. (laughs) I was just not ready. (laughs) I was just not prepared for Lukey Claus. (laughs) Lukey Claus is a classic character, beloved by all. (laughs) Anyway, so it's Christmas time, allegedly. Yes. Um, and so we're going to do a Christmas game. Allegedly. And what we've decided to do after much deliberation, we want to do something a bit different from last year, where we did uh, the fight before Christmas, which was fun and wacky, where we involving beat Pat Santa's ass. Yeah, we literally killed Santa, but also kind of set him free. We saved Christmas by murdering Santa. It works. Yeah, we, we 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 took the concept of kill your darlings very literally. I was having fun. <laughs> so. <laughs> so this time we want to try something a bit different. So we are playing a game called Warmer in the Winter, Ooh. which tries as much as possible to emulate the tone of a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> which, which, if which... you don't know what one of those is, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the cheapest bargain bucket 
aggressively saccharinely wholesome Christmas films one can find with like no discernible uh, plot. Yeah, so like like all cards on the table. I don't believe I've ever seen one. So I'm going off my perception How? of what I think they probably be How like. have you never seen one? They're everywhere. Have you not had, like, a relative just put it on and then you're forced to watch it and it's terrible? I, the, thing, the thing is, like, in my family, I, like, I'm the movie one. I'm the one that watches movies. The others are quite casual about movies in general. Mm. And as you might, yeah. my taste tends to be quite, shall we say, severe when it comes to films. I only watch in, dark in... Christmas films. <laughs> Anyone who has any taste would not watch a Hallmark movie. I'm not talking about people with taste. I'm talking about people who are like, oh, it's Christmas. Let's put on a Christmas film. And then it's bad. Anyway, I digress. The point is, I don't believe I've ever seen one. I apologise to the world, if I'm mistaken. So you but should. I'm going off my perception of what I think they're like. And I, I promise I will watch some this Christmas to see how close I got. Uh, right. So, yeah, this is based on the apocalypse system that some of us have played before. Also known mm-hmm. as Powered um, by the, the Apocalypse. The basic gist of it, for those who may not have, just a recap, is that we're going to create characters in a second. Those characters... Uh, so, yeah, basically there are about six to eight roles that you can play. And that within that, it has a background, which might be like a chef or an accountant or a umbrella salesman. I feel uh, like there's some then... leeway within that, though, because it's not like that actually... Yeah, yeah, that, those are suggestions yeah. rather than... So, um... like, you must be a mayor called Karen. <laughs> yeah. And each one of those will have one or two archetypes, uh, and you can pick one of the two, and that basically tells you your stats, so you don't have to worry too much about laying it out. It'll tell you what you get plus ones and minus ones and stuff, too. And then the way the game works, rather than, like, Dungeons & Dragons, for example, where I would ask you to roll on one of your stats, say, charm or or whatever it may be, Instead, all of us have a series of moves. Some of those moves are on on your character sheet, and you can do them. And some of them are general moves, which are at the top of the rules. There's about ten of them that all of you can do. And it tells you in that rule what you have to roll on and what the consequences are if you fail. So it's pretty simple, actually. Like, And these rules, these moves you can do are things like turn them down, which would be like saying no to somebody, or stand firm. Or give a gift or wish upon a star and things like that. Aww. So we can kind of interpret them however you want. The way Jacob wants to describe this to me is it's one of those games where like you tell me what you want to do yeah. and then we'll kind of work out which move suits it best. It's probably the easiest way to think mm-hmm. of it. So it's pretty simple actually. Um, Monsieur the GM. A big one. What dice are we using? Ah uh, yes, I probably should have started with that. We need two D6s. <laughs> like, eh, it could be fun. Um, but yeah, if you like, for those who are just starting booting up the rulebook, I'd suggest you head down to the bottom of it, where you've got the different types of character you can play. So you've got the beloved. I already know what I everything am. Everything revolves around them, so that's protagonist energy. You've mm. got the busybody, who's the one who's always that's like, me, that's me, that's yeah, me. trying to find what? out like why haven't you cooked with gingerbread this year? You always cook with gingerbread. Uh, you've got the bestie, so that's uh, the best friend. Then you have uh, the dashing. I'm assuming that's the object of your affection. Mm. You have the screwball, who I'm guessing is the the comic. Re- the screwball is the kind of character that if I'm watching a Hallmark movie is designed to appeal to me, who doesn't mm. normally watch Hallmark movie. <laughs> I imagine um, the charmer. I'm assuming that's like the the, the that's that's Hugh Grant isn't it? from yeah. um, Bridget, Bridget <laughs> Jones. That's like yeah yeah the, the charmer, but he's a bit of a, a bit of a cad mm. or she. Uh, and the rekindled, you're honest and dependable. I don't know what stereotype that is, but it sounds really nice. 
uh, and the elder, which is basically Santa I Claus. I think rekindled I is oh, like. Oh, and the youngster, which is Tiny Tim. Is rekindled basically. Oh, and the rival, basically like which is Isabel. You're jaded, but you're coming back, and Christmas is going to heal you. Yes. I. So hey, you get you get the general. I will idea. say there's a lot of different roles you can it's play. It's a little confusing that under the list of moves, the first one is called make a move. Because... Yes, and that is just like a generic. You're you're making a move. I think that's a catch-all. Yeah. Mm. A, oh, if, I, I thought yeah, it was. I thought it was like make a move how to make a move mm. yeah so so did i the first time i read it and it took me quite a while to to get past that but yeah it's basically just a generic move you can use for something that doesn't really fit so uh, it's not in fact how to make other moves it is just a move in of itself can you explain on the character sheet we yes. have hurt xp advancement and heartstrings can you explain i can explain this? two of the four yes <laughs> which two so xp and advancement don't worry about we're not gonna be playing long enough cool Cool. Uh, and that's about leveling up and shit like that. Uh, hurt is if you get damaged. There are certain moves that can damage you. Uh, don't worry too much about that. I've not written any sword-wielding goblins into this game. So I feel like if you get Why hurt, not? you're in damn fault. Not those Christmas sword-wielding goblins. If one of you somehow ends up underneath a Christmas tree when it falls... We'll we'll learn the mechanic at the time. Been there, been um, there before. Heartstrings though. So heartstrings. Certain moves generate them. Certain moves cost them. It says it on the move in every case, so you don't have to remember nothing. Um, but basically, heartstrings are kind of what link you to other characters, player characters, and non-player characters. So you can spend them or gain them, but only with specific interactions with characters. If that makes sense. So like, if a move costs, I don't know, a heartstring, and you have three heartstrings with Jacob's character you can spend one of them. Whereas if you have no heartstrings with Helen's character, you can't do that move on them. Okay. The heartstrings are specific to the person you're doing it for. And then, can I presume... Again, that... I don't think we'll use it massively. Not that many of the moves use it, okay. but it's there if we encounter it. And then, can I presume that where we have a list of moves on our character sheets, we can do all of those? Yeah, I think, for the sake of simplicity, and also because it doesn't specify you can't, I think we'll just assume for this game you have everything on your character sheet, plus all the generic moves what you don't have is everybody else's moves mm. and that is pretty much the game like we're going to go around free role play interacting when we come across an obstacle of any kind tell me what you want to do we'll find a move either in your own move set or in a generic moves that applies we will roll and then we will divvy up consequences which usually are also spelled out in the moves yay so with that cool. in mind does anyone know what sort of character they want to play yes 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 right lukey <laughs> why won't you kick us off who are you i should you know hang on hang on a minute i haven't given you the setting oh that oh, would help tell too. us tell us um so you are folks you are all townsfolk in one way or another in the happy town of tinseltown Ooh. Which is in an unspecified <laughs> place where it snows at Christmas. Yay. <laughs> yes. And in Tinseltown, Christmas is the biggest night of the year. And the biggest night of Christmas time is the night before Christmas, Christmas Eve, when the Christmas concert happens Ooh. in Oy. the middle of town. Yes, please. There's a big old Christmas fair and the centerpiece is the Christmas concert. It is the pride and joy of the town and it is managed by local hero and country music sensation <laughs> Polly Darton. <laughs> Ah, there we go. Oh. Uh, has oh. like no hair and <laughs> it's very flat chested. Yeah, very. She flat has chested. magnificent blonde grey hair. Does she indeed? I wonder. She I does. Wonder. She spends a lot of money on it in the Tinseltown salon. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that's your setting. What, literally, go mad. <laughs> whatever, okay. whatever you want to do, I'll write. My it in. character is yes the busybody. Uh, 
Yep, I'm just going to write this down. So the, just the, yep. the, literally the description is you're in everyone's business. Yep, so you're the local busybody. Mm-hmm. My character's name is Ermintrude Whipperbottom. <laughs> Winner. <laughs> thank you, thank you. She is the owner and head baker at Whipperbottom's Bakes. She's in her her 60s, you know, she's got grandchildren and and she's the matriarch of a a wide family. She's she's in everyone's business. She's an important person in church, don't you know? Great friends. Would you say that uh, the Winterbottoms are like an institution here in Tinseltown? There's like generations of Winterbottoms going back. Whipperbottom, I apologise. Whipperbottom. That is a common mistake. Yeah. What was the question, sorry? Uh, just uh, have there been generations and generations of whipper oh, bottoms? Oh, the whipper, in the whipper bottoms are an institution in, in Tinsel old, old family. Yes. Her bakery, Whipper Bottoms Bakes, uh, makes the giant Christmas cake, which is a tradition at the, the Christmas Eve celebrations in Tinseltown. Uh, it has one Lovely. large silver coin in it, and whoever finds the silver coin gets to be mayor for Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Love it. Uh, the current mayor is, of course, her second cousin, eight times removed. Uh, That's now canon. I'll yep. just write that in. And the current vicar is her third cousin, six times removed. She just has roots all over the town. She's in everyone's business. She knows what is going on. She is disapproving of much, but very much believes in love and cake. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. Very nice. All's fair in love and pastries. Ooh. You have to have cold hands to make a pastry. She has a cross stitch that says all's fair in love and cake behind the counter at Whipperbottom oh, Bakes. That is awesome. So I'm just literally coming up with Mayor Whipperbottom and uh, Vicar Whipperbottom. <laughs> <laughs> if we should ever meet them. Vic- Vicarbottom. Mm. Oh. Vicar he bo- does not Vicar appreciate yeah. being called that. <laughs> Especially because his actual name <laughs> is Archibald Middleton. <gasps> Oh, no, not again. <laughs> is he actually nice. back? He's in the right game this time. <laughs> I'm offering this as a suggestion. If there are strong objections, I will I will happily play another character, no. but I did have the idea. Oh, this is fine. Oh, that, that makes sense. That I, makes I'm perfect. totally in favour Now, of it. are we in the same canon as last year? Are we? We can we be. We can't. Uh, he can't be the same one who helped beat up Santa. We could. That is my only caveat. I mean, uh, should, should we should we say that he's been remaining very close-lipped about the entire affair, <laughs> and we can we can leave that just in the background, and that we're not going to mention okay. it in one the of... same way that we're not going to mention how his nephew is involved with ivory smugglers. Um, <laughs> yeah, one, one oh, of yeah, the two was a fever about. dream. We just don't know which one. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? Possibly both. I am happy to be canon agnostic. That's that's a bad idea for a vicar. <laughs> um, what's your <laughs> character type? Yeah. Uh, I am the Elder. I thought so. Uh, yep. Yes. Uh, been around the block a time or two. Um, <laughs> yes. So, Father Middleton, he's the very model of a modern major general. <laughs> major clergyman. <laughs> yeah. Mod- yeah. Modern major clergyman in these kind of like quite rural, quite aggressively quaint places. Uh, again, like picking up on the whole whipper bottom. Aura has been just kind of settled into the role is kind of part of the woodwork. The whipper bottom aura. Um, uh, episode title right there. <laughs> and back, you know, has christened and married and buried like most of the town. Not. I have buried most of the town. Not don't necessarily you know? in that order. <laughs> Traditionally. Look, mistakes happen. I think I got that in the right order. Actually, that was my point. <laughs> <laughs> There was that one time with Angeli, but fortunately her um, her pacemaker restarted just on time. Um, <laughs> she has a good sense of humour, that woman. 
Peter and Helen, you making any progress, or do you need a helping hand, a helping Christmas hand? I've got a name. Go on. I want to. I want to get to the name last. Um, Helen, do you have a, a strong feeling about being or not being uh, the beloved? I I will not be the beloved. You will not be <laughs> the beloved. Okay. I feel like I feel like at least somebody has to be the beloved. And that's uh, kind of funny if no one is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I I can generate you like characters oh. within the game. Oh God, we could be the NPCs in this story. Go on, give us a one true loved character. Yeah, please do. Okay. Yeah. Right. I haven't got further, than, really further than the name because I wrote down in what can only be described as a fit of peak, Delta Hartley Wafterson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my absolutely. God. Now, please give me that one more time. Delta what? Delta Hartley Wafterson. That is hyphenated between the Hartley and the Wafterson. Oh my. Presumably goodness. the youngest of four after Alpha, Beta, and Gamma. Yeah. Alpha, B- <laughs> Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Hartley, Wafterson. Um, <laughs> and then their younger sister is called Cheryl. Yes, uh, she's a nice girl. And if anything, the most sane of the four. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, related, it, he is related to uh, a family that do not share the same name as him, who have all become estate agents in another country. He, <laughs> he however... Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. he, uh, he, however, is... Um, he is probably some sort of high-powered lawyer. Yep, I see it. Come to visit his aunt Ermintrude. <laughs> <laughs> if you stand um, still for long enough in this town, you'll become Ermintrude's relative. Yeah, you're going to get married to sort of a, long, a niece. I'm getting big nanny og vibes off Little of bit, um, Ermintrude. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is like he, he's like a high-powered lawyer, but he he like only de- deals in like. Um, uh, music law and milk i, I don't know where may, this may, is going. I, may i take uh music law as oh. canon because yes. then i can say that perhaps you are uh Here representing polly's long-term lawyer yeah. or, or no, new lawyer I, perhaps oh no because a, a, a place for weird people to be um music labels he comes from a music label <laughs> yep i got you and he is so so he is both really quite strange but he's like but it's so strange it's kind of hip you know like if you're if you're if you're rich and crazy you become eccentric yeah, he, yeah he, totally. he's that but music music wise and he's come to the town uh to to prospect the new christmas number one for next year i realize so in that the... ties in nicely with my plot without like giving the game away one of the thing one of the plot points is the upcoming christmas song that is premiered every christmas oh yes polly darton always has a new christmas song premiered so perhaps you're uh, perhaps you've come down to uh, to scope it out. I, I've come down to either sweet talk Polly Darton. Word on the street is she might be thinking of moving label. Oh yes, yes, she she'd be moving from. Um, I don't know why I went with Clange House Records. Yes, <laughs> that's uh, Clange House. <laughs> Clange House. Records. Uh, it was a right. Cl- I mean, I've already steered into the self indulgence, but would it too? Would it? be too referential for the record label to be banana stickers Ooh. Um, <laughs> perhaps that's yours yeah you, you're from banana oh, I am, records. I, i'm from banana stickers records right i'll write that down i love it uh so we have delta hartley wafterson <laughs> archie bob middleton and ermintrude wickerbottom helen um i think we're all out of syllables here <laughs> helen's helen. just gonna be john sorry <laughs> helen's going to be uh, i'm actually um holly presents Oh, Holly Presents. Oh, I love it. Very nice. Cool. Tell me about Holly Presents. Mm-hmm. 
Well, by day, Holly Presence is the local kindergarten teacher or nursery teacher. And then in her meantime, she leads the... um, a lot of the charity work around the community over christmas she's really in and making sure that any you know needy families those children are gonna get their christmas presents um Hmm. and she does all charity collections um and she helps you know with making sure that any old clothes get you know reused um and go to those in need and making sure there's food drives and soup kitchens and you know just all that good wholesome christmas spirit yeah. Nice. So she's the uh, she's the rekindled. Wow. So very Can nice. you define the rekindled for us? You are honest and dependable. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm doing it largely on the fact that it seems to be largely based around having a cause. Um, uh. So you're friendly, hardworking, persistent, resourceful, and unassuming. Uh, it gives you an option of either being the hometown hero or the industrious employee. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main sort of things are being able to pick a cause, such as volunteering. Um, and then whenever you have that cause, it leads into a lot of their main uses. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's usually based more around you know, your charity and your cause. So her cause right now is specifically the um, presence for the poor. Aww. Nice. So helping out the uh, the poor and, uh, and troubled of this parish. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. I like it. So did you guys want to take a second to like, work out which archetype you're doing and like oh, put your stats in I'm be ready I'm definitely doing obnoxious and intruder well meaning cupid no thank you yep you're also supposed to pick two adjectives that describe you although I feel you've all picked at least six or seven adjectives what? that describe you uh, so you're doing very well complex characters yeah like I feel like that's there to kind of get the ball rolling you guys are already riding the balls down the street <laughs> so we're all good like clowns exactly <laughs> like clowns yes <laughs> Sorry, that's a reflex. I do, I do like the idea of make, <laughs> ma- of making Ermintrude a nanny odd org type. I think she, she's got all of her daughters and her sons and her it, her children in law work for her bakery, and she's constantly angry with all of her daughters in law mm-hmm. <laughs> for one reason or another. <laughs> and she's got grandchildren now very, who are working cool. for the bakery, so they're doing deliveries. But of course, at the moment. You know, they're doing a lot of Christ- Christmas orders, but the big thing is making that big Christmas cake. Even though you'd actually make a Christmas cake months before. Absolutely. Um, so everything revolves around me, is the description <laughs> of my character. <laughs> and and I start the game with a heartstring. Ah. Now, I, I am assuming I've been around in town, well, probably for a little bit, uh, both as a Christmas break and seeing my aunt... You could be you could be related to me. You don't have to be. I think it's more interesting if you're not, if you don't have any connections to the town. Well, the thing is, I have to have connections to the town because but I... you're you're in from ben- you've been sent by Banana Sticker Records. Oh, to yeah. scoop out Polly Darton's Yes, you've got a reason Christmas to be album. here. You're working. You're like the only person who has a reason to be here who isn't connected to the town. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so I have no connection to the town. I will keep it like that. That sounds fun. You have been acquired by Ermintrude by now, though. Yeah. Mm. Because you're new and shiny. I mean, it depends. If we start with if we start with him literally walking in, then he'll be acquired by Ermin. She isn't that fast. <laughs> well, she like, could it says be. that you start with a heartstring to every character. I'm going to choose. I mean, I I would suggest you take that to mean you've been here for about a week, scoping out. Mm. Yeah. Polly herself has been like very coy, and she's not given anything away about her Christmas album. No. So you've had to stick around and try and get to know the town, and in doing so, you happen to meet these three fine fellows. Yeah, that that seems perfectly fine. I've been doing market research. 
Well, yeah, you've been killing time. You've been yeah. like, well, it's like five days till Christmas. You're a high-powered exec. You're not mm. going home. No, like, no. You're on the clock. I stuck, don't have time. There's, there's a money to be made. Like, stuck in a, yeah, just... I'm the person always taking important important work calls in alleys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're that guy. You've yeah. got you literally have like a very expensive woolen trench coat. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, nice. Um, all right, shall we? Uh, shall we get started? Make Start some magic. Ambling our way towards the story. Paint us a word yes. picture. Take us. Take us to Tennessee Town. Where are my notes? It is. Christmas time. <laughs> Huzzah! Uh, Huzzah! Yep, opening on the snowy, happy little township of Tinseltown. Uh, this is in an unspecified place where people are going to speak with all manner of accents because, hey, this is an audio medium. Yay! Yay! Um, and it doesn't really matter where we are because what is important is Christmas is here. In Tinseltown, Woo! Christmas Woo! is the biggest time of year and the biggest night of Christmas is the Christmas concert that happens every year a couple of days before Christmas. It is like this in the center of town. They've got a big old town square. And then everyone in this little community is going to pitch in to make it the best thing ever. We are talking a giant Christmas tree with like decorations from the 1930s that have been lovingly cherished. Oh, yes. We are talking giant gingerbread houses provided by the Whipperbottom Bakes Bakery. Ooh. We are talking juggling. We are talking many other Christmas things. There's a Santa. There's a little Santa. Uh, we are talking hit and run choirs. <laughs> we are oh, talking God. hit and run choirs. We are talking skating snowmen. Why are you running over the choirs again? Uh, but of all the things, the, re- the the thing that makes it famous, right? The main attraction is that every year there is a Christmas concert. And this Christmas concert happens on the stage at the centre of town. And it is run by country music sensation and local hero, Polly Darton. Of Clanch House Records. <laughs> and presumably is also headlined by her. And so she is a, an elderly, uh, probably in her early 80s, country singer. She's she's a national institution of whatever nation we're in. She is like, she's had many, many hits. She is well loved by everyone. She's done a lot of charity work. Um, but this is her home. This is where she was born. And so every year she puts on a little Christmas concert where she premieres her new Christmas song. Wait. Quick question: Is that how old Dolly Parton is? I can't actually remember how old she. I think she's in her seventies. She's seventy-five. Yeah. She's she's doing well. Yeah, yeah. I I up the age for the narrative. Sorry, <laughs> Dolly. Because it's a completely uh, different person. Yes. Yeah, because it's in no way related. <laughs> she plays the mandolin, not the banjo. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we are going to open up. So it is the day of the Christmas festival. Like everyone's already started to set up. The Christmas tree is up. Mayor Tangerine Whipperbottom is walking around making sure everything's all good. Um, Let me write that down. But each of you has been summoned to the stage where Polly Darton herself, who is kind of an unofficial mistress of ceremonies here, she has communicated to all of you that she wants you to come and join her at the stage. Now, three of you are locals who know Polly Darton because you've lived here many many years and you've been to more than one christmas concert and you know her so do you want to quickly introduce yourselves uh i imagine that i'm already about town um this of course is one of the busiest times of year for the um reverend archibald littlebottom um, <laughs> and his normally um is it middleton or littlebottom 
<laughs> Sorry, Middleton. It is absolutely Middleton. just so said, you said Little, little bottom. bottom before, and I thought I thought he was moving under Dear an God. alias. I also like... heard Reverend Little Bottom. I was yeah, like, oh, okay, okay. I think I, I, I'm, I'm going sideways into the Terry Pratchett verse. No, Middleton. Um, it is Middleton. Father Archibald Middleton. I suspect he might have been like quite stocky at one time. Um, mm-hmm. But that's kind of gone to seed a bit. So he's pushing. He's pushing sixty, fatherly slash edging into kindly grandfather territory. Mm-hmm. Um, not a straight line on him, um, <laughs> and Jeez. and his form is further swaddled by several layers of very sensible coats and heavy boots as he's making his way around town, attending to various parish matters so he's just quickly dropped by after tending to one of his old and lovelies and has come away with a um mug of uh mulled cider Um, lovely i got i got two questions for you so uh father archibald middleton question number one how proud are you of the christmas choir this year I'm keeping I'm keeping my cards close to my chest, but the director of uh, the director of music has uh, a very high bar to clear after last year. But um, I'm I'm sure I'm sure he'll um, I'm sure he'll pull it out the bag. And question number two: Are you happy for the Christmas choir to be singing with Polly Dart on the single? Are they like part of the band? Are they on stage? Oh oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yes, please. Yep, cool. That's kind of you know Polly anyway then, but I'm going to say that's your specific involvement for today. Yeah, that's that that's, that's the secondary. That's like their involvement is kind of a secondary institution. Yeah, they like they, they are every they other are, year or so. Yeah, yeah, their carol like their carol service is always over attended. Like they are well loved. Mm. This is the most important day of the year for them as well. But then Polly has decided to include them in her band, so they're going to be singing tonight. Uh, yeah, and that's why you're here. Meanwhile. Holly Presence, tell us about yourself. Well, Holly has been rushing around all day. She's just come from the nursery, and then she went to the old people's home, and then she went to the food bank, and then she went to the soup kitchen, and then she went to the first charity shop, and then she went to the second charity shop, and then she went back to the first charity shop, and then she walked things back to the old person's home, and then she picked things up and took them back to the soup kitchen, and oh, it's all go. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. I feel, I feel, I feel like... Um, you and I have already crossed paths today. Yeah, yeah, you've already. Yeah, there's been a lot Can't of morning reverend, like... morning reverend, morning reverend, <laughs> afternoon reverend. So much to do. Um, I think you, Holly, probably know uh, Polly Darton through her extensive charity work and fundraising. Yes. Like she always makes sure that, like, whenever she's doing like national level fundraising, she always gives a shout out to local charities. She's very passionate about helping the locals. It's it's really wonderful just to see the support, you know, right the way from, you know, someone who who has gone so far and she's such an inspiration for the children of this town. And the fact that she still looks out for us, it's just very inspiring. And, oh, oh, no, I have to go over and fix the cats. Um, <laughs> okay. yep. Can we honestly just take a moment? Oh, fix the cats? Um, okay. I just ran out of every other thing. My brain just stopped with what is charity. I would like you to, to roll just just to genuinely just to try out the mechanics of this game. Can I ask you to roll uh, make a move to to help the cats? And I said we've definitely we've definitely got like some from like the local animal shelter. We've got like some cats and dogs like in little in little Christmas outfits like who are on display and we're doing like an we're doing an option a, an adoption drive. Okay. So I'm rolling 2d6. Yep. 
And then so what am I adding? This is the specific move, make a move. So the exact words of the text are, when you make a move, roll with charm. On a plus 10, you're going to gain a heartstring to those people, in this case the cats, and then choose one of the options below. Uh, on a 7 to 9, they choose uh, to give you a heartstring or one of the reactions below. Uh, reading ahead, this seems to be make a move in the romantic sense rather well, than the generic ah, sense. Ignore that. You're not making a move on the cats. I, I, I am not making a move on the cats. No. No, I am not, Lukey. Lukey, no. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let, let's not worry about it. So you successfully fixed the cats, let's see. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, we, we have our... Um, it's, it's, of course, photo day. We're doing an adoption drive, but also one of the things, main things we do as a charity is print cards with all our animals on them to raise money for the, you know, adoption shelter and the care of the animals there. Yeah, there's like healthy competition going between you selling your little cat calendars and like the fire brigade selling like them standing there topless and there's like healthy competition about who can sell the most calendars. <laughs> you know, presumably the concert takes place in the evening on Christmas Eve or whatever it was. So presumably we have a big Christmas uh, tra- market. Tradition di- says that the uh, the concert takes place as the sun sets. As always, the sun sets. As the sun is disappearing so, like so that you have ample PM. time during the course of the concert just what like you have ample time to see the stars come out <laughs> is why it is. so it's late afternoon um when the concert takes place. so presumably presumably we uh we have you know a christmas market out here in the square uh that's been going on for you know yeah the market the weeks. market has been up for about a week and a yeah. half but they're making sure that ev- all of the kind of the bells and whistles yeah. are ready for this so presumably there is a cat and dog adoption stall oh yeah absolutely think. or like at least like or at least like a sponsor of pet yeah mm. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it's necessary pet adoption because I think for yeah you know, there might be maybe there is a dog, but I think you know it, it's a lot of socialising for a lot of animals That's and it's true. not fair and you know to put the cats in a cage and have them outside all day. Yeah, yeah. there are no cages in Tinseltown. Oh no. That's hot. That's why we have so many stray cats. Oh. Um, we're um, trying to change this law. No, no, it, it's fine. All the cats are citizens of the town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Any any uh, but what doesn't what doesn't require a stall is of course the Whipperbottom Bakery because we sit on the square in pride of place, one of the largest establishments, one of the oldest establishments in the town, and it's where everyone is getting their refreshments. It's where the mold cider is coming from. I brought out a nice thermos of hot chocolate to to uh, to warm up Holly because I know she's been rushing around and needs some sustenance. <laughs> oh, um, bless you. I am, of course, Emintrude Whipperbottom. I am on every committee. I am on the Town Beautification Committee, <laughs> the Christmas Market Committee, the Church Flowers Committee. One of my sons is the conductor of the church choir. I also am in charge <laughs> of main- maintaining the Christmas ornaments from year to year. And most importantly, Whipperbottom Bakes, my family's bakery, opened by my father... And continued by myself is the Winston one and Whipperbottom. Sorry, I just had to give him a name. Winston Whipperbottom was Winston the first. Winston Whipperbottom, a great and wonderful there's statue, man. There's a statue of him in the town square. There is a statue of him in the town square, and in or that statue, he is holding a pie. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. And he's wearing a chef's hat. But the most important thing that we do every year is we make the giant Christmas cake. It is the size of oh my god what's a good size for a ridiculously big cake every every year you make sure it is exactly the same height as the statue of your father 
<laughs> oh my god, that's such a dense wow, cake. That's big. And let's be clear, it's not it's not layers of different cakes built to look like one. It is one cake. <laughs> How big is your oven? So big. May I make a uh, suggestion that riffs on this? Mm-hmm. You know how you get, like, cake in a mug? Mm-hmm. That, but with a really big barrel. Like oh, a 50-ton yeah. barrel or oh, something. Yeah. Like that. Except Giant that that barrel. would burn, but, like... Yeah, and also, yeah, you, the part of the cake in a mug is that you, you put Christmas it in a microwave. Magic, Christmas magic, people. <laughs> get with the program. Really, really big, uh, like... You know, you know those things which they like have molten molten metal in. One of those, no. but sterilized. A lava lamp? Like, what, like a casting mold? Yeah, basic. Yeah, a casting mold. <laughs> lava lamps don't have molten <laughs> metal in them. They have wax. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So hold on. The um the statue of my father is on a big metal plinth, and we used the mold from the plinth. <laughs> as the cake oh, yes yes ah yeah. there we go there we and it, it is it is the, the diameter the of a monster truck wheel it is so tall <laughs> and yep. baked somewhere into it and it is a gross english christmas cake like you know just a disgusting fruit cake full of fruit. you're right one of those fruit cakes that gets made three weeks in advance yeah, yeah. so this cake was made last year and it has been stored and aged it is perfect right now i am i am adding a last water rum <laughs> to it we are brushing it, is, it uh, over it it's it, a local delicacy the the de- the decorations are phenomenal just yards and yards of marzipan have been draped across it enormous marzipan people there's there's like different landscapes on it because it's so big we've got a skiing landscape all of the different you know the children in school contribute different things and then i improve them there's a there's a santa bit there's a skiing bit there's obviously a representation of the square and polly darton singing in the middle of it (laughs) yeah this this christmas cake is the most remarkable thing there's there's a there's a local version of like the iliad that swaps out the description of achilles's shield for a description of your christmas cake like that's the levels of mental this cake is this this Um, recipe is over a hundred years old and the cake tastes like it is too. <laughs> Somewhere in this cake is a big silver coin, and whoever gets the slice with the coin gets to be mayor of the town on Christmas Day. <laughs> is I the tradition. It. Cool. So that's what you're doing. You know uh, Polly Darton because you are on the most committees in yes. town. She is on the second most committees. So, of course, and of you've course been we're, invited we're, we're about her. the same age, so we went to school together. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, your, your old school pals. Yeah. Um, that's all good. Um, so you three have been invited to meet with Polly Darton. Um, she's just literally just sent you a text saying, like, come meet me by the side of the stage. I hold it out to my grandson, Philip. 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 How does this <laughs> thing work again? Wait, uh, you're Jason. Jason! <laughs> <laughs> Jason jumps out of his skin. Philip pops like out from behind a giant oven <laughs> and uh, comes over and uh, shows you how to operate your phone. <laughs> Uh, he says, oh, Miss, Miss, Miss Darton wants to go see you over by the side of the stage. Somehow I've set it so that it only unlocks if it sees Miss Holly's cat's face. I, d- I don't understand what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> right, by the side of the stage. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Amelia, fetch my cane. I need I need a thermos of hot chocolate for everyone. Hurry up. Uh, Am- Amelia br- brings you a candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> But a giant one that I can use to walk. 
Yeah, fine. Yeah, she brings you a giant candy cane and you walk off across the square. Fine. Um, so you three have all been summoned to the side of the stage. Uh, there is one character who has also received the message mm. and is to meet uh, Miss Polly Dart on the side of the stage. And that is Peter's character, who is not a local. Tell us about yourself. Well... So Polly Darton has been releasing absolute is known for her her Christmas bangers. They're always up there on the charts every single year. It's always her and Michael uh, Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Yeah. Uh, I think you'll find it's Michael Bauble. Uh, okay, <laughs> Michael Bauble. Hang on, I'm going to stick to that trope now. It's Michael Bauble. Michael Bauble. <laughs> uh, always up the top of the charts. Is always doing really really well. Always does good numbers. But um, Polly Darton. Uh, is always there sort of challenging and there's been rumors going around industry circles ooh that uh, uh that she might be thinking of switching labels so yeah. hearing this news uh coming from banana uh, banana sticker studios <laughs> is uh quite a dejected <laughs> thin looking man uh called delta hartley wafterson <laughs> <laughs> he is a man Wearing a sort of like quite brown coat, a very a beige coat from Burgley and Cofts. I don't know why that made me laugh. Burgley and Cofts. Burgley. No, um, it is. He is wearing plimsolls and wishing that he wasn't because um, <laughs> his feet are for, freezing. For the past, uh, for the past four days, so he sort of came into the town uh, about five days ago, and it's been five days since he's had um, proper coffee that doesn't have marshmallows in it. He's, or peppermint uh, spice. Yeah, or something like that. He's I'm kind of a bit annoyed. Um, he spent the past half an hour uh, on the phone to a man called Chris, who's called in from an exercise bike. Uh, <laughs> and so has had to have quite a serious meeting with a man sort of bobbing up and down and, and panting quite aggressively. Ugh. He, yeah, He's been saying basically, yeah, Chris, for the past 10 minutes. Um, yeah, yeah. and seems to have agreed and has seems to have come to some sort of agreement with this gentleman on the other end you of need, the line. You need to get, you need to get Polly uh, Darden for, uh, for, for freaking uh, banana sticker records, man. You need to get her. She's, she's someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been, uh, I've been pulled into a meeting, uh, meeting round about, uh, round about now. She, uh, we, we'll, we'll talk, uh, and I'll show her the sort of creative portfolio and cosmic and, cosmic. And I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready to make her some sort of offery doodly. Fan Dowley Dozley. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I do say the quantity, the, the high concentration of flanderism happening around here. <laughs> right, if you'll excuse me, I gotta go. I haven't had a latte in five minutes. Yeah. <gasps> he must be dead. Uh, okay. And so uh, he's now going to sort of wander over. He looks. Uh, he, he looks attractive in a sort of lowest common denominator kind of way. <laughs> so boy, does he have got... a symmetrical face. Oh boy, he looks like the default sim. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> sort of quite, although with quite sort of a, a, a long head. He's got tinsel around his neck. Somebody put him on earlier and he just hasn't taken it off. That was he, me. What, like, like a Christmas version of like a ho of a Hawaii yeah, um, like flower crown yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do that when they arrive in town. <laughs> oh, mm -hmm. I was assuming someone put it on him as a joke, and he's just assumed it's part of the. <laughs> it's just, it's like stealth. It was one of my uh, grandchildren. They thought it would be funny. He assumed it was a tradition. Mm. Yeah, he prefers the city, 
but he's starting to enjoy the rural life, but he is very much out of his comfort zone. Uh, cool. So the four of you arrive at the side of the stage at about the same time. Um, you, uh, uh, Delta, you know all these people. You've met them around time. You've been here about a week. Um, Every time I see Delta, I, I like force feed him a pasty because I think he's too skinny. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> One of them is still in his pockets. Yeah. <laughs> All you guys are uh, there, and then just as you're like settling in and like kind of saying, "How's it going? How you doing? How's Christmas?" Yeah. <laughs> um, a familiar figure appears at the side of the stage. She comes sorting down. She's wearing like a kind of a Mrs. Claus sort of number. Like it's all kind of like a red long dress with like white trim. Uh, but she is also wearing white cowboy boots and a kind of red and white cowboy hat. Oh, that perfect. Is uh, which is perched on top of her, like, almost foot-tall beehive hairstyle. Oh, yeah, um, buddy. This, this is uh, the living legend that is Polly Darton. <gasps> and she comes down and she's like, Oh, boys and girls, I'm, I'm so glad y'all could come. Bunny, lovely to see you again. Always, always, always a pleasure, Mrs. Darton. That's okay. <laughs> uh, she kind of, she, as she walks down, she kind of, she immediately... Um, gives Ermintrude a kiss on the cheek. She's like, so glad you could help me, darling. And then she's going to go over and then she's going to clasp hands with Archibald. And she's like, thank you for coming, Father. It means, means so much. Um, and then she's going to like gently clasp the arm of Holly as well. And she's gonna be like, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Um, and then she's going to say like, now I need y'all to keep your voices down because we got ourselves a bit of a problem here mm. that you're going to have to help with. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Uh, everything was going so well. Something was brown break sooner or later. Let's <laughs> let's have it. I've never met a problem that couldn't be solved with cake. <laughs> well, you see, it's the darnest thing. Things could be going better this Christmas. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm loving this voice, Matt. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Uh, things could be going better this Christmas. You see, I. She looks like she was about to say something, and then she kind of clocks that uh, Delta is here, and she doesn't say it. Like you all noticed. Oh. Interloper, uh, interloper. She, says, uh, she looks at everyone around. She's like, "We got two little problems. If y'all could help me solve these problems, well, that'd just that'd just make my cotton socks so happy." And the happiness of your socks are integral to the entire <laughs> evening. So yes, naturally. Uh, she okay. says, um, "Oh, we got well, you help see, out. I'll give it a flange." <laughs> You're a strange man from the city, but I like your cut of your jib. Um, I got it specially cut. <laughs> That's good to know. Um, <laughs> she says, well, <laughs> keep it under your hats because we don't want everybody to panic. But our our Santa from Santa's Grotto hasn't turned up. He's <gasps> missing. What? <gasps> oh, no. What? Mm. No. And it gets worse. On top of that, Tim Allen, the Christmas pony, is missing. Not <laughs> oh, Tim Allen. Plenty of my, plenty of my sons and, and sons-in-law could have been a, a Christmas Santa, but none of them can pretend to be a pony. <laughs> I think Peter might be the bit. I think he might be. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, Tim Allen, the Christmas pony, is missing, <laughs> and so is your Santa. And I don't know how you're going to solve these problems, but if you could help me, that'd give me time to concentrate on my song. Of course, of course. Um, if, I mean, honestly, uh, last last known location, <laughs> any enemies? Um, <laughs> <laughs> means, motive, opportunity? <laughs> is, is this what we're looking at? Have you been reading those mysteries again, Reverend? <laughs> uh, do, they, do they have a phone number we can call? 
Well, that's just the thing. I mean, I'm no Sherlock Columbo, but (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to Tim Allen, the Christmas pony, who was supposed to lead the Christmas parade of animals, I think you might want to go and check out his paddock by the giant Christmas tree. That's the last place he was seen, darn it. And This is is straight out of Parks and Rec. Oh, fuck, it isn't as well, isn't it? Uh, Uh, I assume that Tim Allen, the Christmas pony, is like, a resident of the town who gets trotted. Yeah, in my head, he was just like an, an animal who leads the parade. But yeah, he, now missing. he he <laughs> literally gets trotted out for Christmas. Yeah, li- yeah, like every he, he lives a life of Riley, but every Christmas he has to lead a parade of like cats and he dogs. He works for three he, hours he's every year. Clearly, part of the animal shelter, like you know, protection program. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he lives an absolutely charmed life. Um, but then, um, as as for Santa, well, um. Our usual Santa, you see, uh, that was Mr. Pricklestitch. He, uh, <laughs> good name. But he's not coming this year, you see. He broke his leg. Not so we need to find ourselves. A, <laughs> we need to find ourselves another Santa step. Oh, that's. Why did we only hear about this today? So uh, Polly kind of like looks flustered for a moment. Um, You've never seen her like this. Like normally she's like the, the picture of kind of cheerfulness and sassiness, but at the minute she seems a bit flustered, mm. and she's just like, "Well, I've just had." So much on my mind this Christmas that I I hadn't got round to sorting these problems till now. Oh, well, of course, of course. Not to worry. It's, it's quite all right. It happens to all of us sooner or later. Don't worry, Mrs. Darton. We'll help you out, no problem. <laughs> Absolutely. I knew I could rely on you. I didn't know anything about livestock, but I have plenty of sons-in-law and sons who could put on a Santa costume and sit themselves down and listen to children for a few hours. Well, in that case, I suggest you go and speak to Mrs. Pricklestitch, who is over by Santa's grotto. She'll have the Santa suit. Excellent, excellent. Wonderful. And I do know a fair bit about animals from all of my volunteering at the shelter. So I'll go head over to the paddock and see if we can find any clues. (laughs) That's fantastic. Uh, Wafterson is going to assume that if he helps out, then, then he might get closer to Polly. He did not. He did not. He probably did not clock uh, that uh, that knowing look earlier. Um, however, he mm-hmm. he is going to go with finding people because he's he knows people. He does not know horses. Um, that yeah, is yeah, fair. Yeah. So you're going to try and find a Santa. I shall join me on the horse brigade. In, in, yeah, in character. Uh, yes, let's um. Yes, let's go to. Uh, I'll join you looking for Helen. <laughs> you can use all your skills from your Kagafa Aristi books. <laughs> Holy shit. Agatha Yeah, uh <laughs> Agatha Christie. Cag- oh. Trying to change a vowel around is so darn hard. <laughs> Alternately her boxing cousin, Agatha Fisty. Anywho, let's continue. <laughs> okay, that sounds dirty. <laughs> the point is you mentioned means motive and motive yeah, whatever, and I was trying to trying to build on it. <laughs> solid solid effort, Miss uh Miss Presence, but I prefer the Cadvile books myself. <laughs> Right, so you guys are splitting up. So some of you are going to go and look for Tim Allen, the magical Christmas pony. Um, last known location, the paddock by the giant Christmas tree. And some mm-hmm. of y'all are going to go see Mickers Prickle, Mrs. Prickle Stitch, who <laughs> who uh, has the Santa suit by the Christmas Mrs. Mrs. Prickle Stitch, okay. Mm-hmm. And then as you leave, you see Polly Darton herself. What was the question? Does she have a first name, Mrs. Prickle Stitch? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Sybil. Cool. Sybil Pricklestitch. Sybil Pricklestitch. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Sybil Pricklestitch. Oh, that means I get uh, to do one of my favourite things with the, with, with this accent. Sybil, 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 
C'est beau! <rire> Um, right. What's yeah, Matt, you said something about the stage. Sorry. Uh, yes, so as you all leave, uh, you all clock this, you get it for free, is you head off on your various different errands. You see that the stage, there's like, people are setting up for the concert. There's the lighting techs are getting ready. You see the, the, the man with the drum kit is trying to set up the drum kit and they're all like plugging everything in. Uh, the choir is warming up, but you see uh, Polly herself, you notice normally she'd be warming up by this point. That's kind of what one does. But instead, you see her, like, pacing backwards and forwards, like, looking very troubled by the side of the stage. And then every couple of moments, she kind of grabs her guitar and, like, strums a couple of chords and then just shakes her head. And then walks for a bit and then strums her guitar for a bit and then shakes her head. Like a bridge over troubled dolly. (laughs) Um, I... You know what? Uh, I'm going to say to Holly. Act- uh, actually, my dear, how about you? G- how about you go on ahead? I'll catch up. I'll see if I can um, lend an ear. She seems a bit troubled. Sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> well, just, just don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't race on ahead too fast now. I not I've quite as swift as I used to, do, to be. Reverend. I just. <laughs> I imagine that Holly's walking pace Sorry. is, is faster than anyone else's running pace. Oh yeah, yeah. Her her yes. legs are just like go 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 go. Olympic <laughs> level power walker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, De- yeah. Delta went on a run this morning and was out and was outpa- outpaced by a woman carrying two bags. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Cool. 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 Yes, um, so I'm going. Uh, I'd like to double back um, yep. to to where Polly is. You may. Um, so looking at what time we're at, I think we're going to have, we've set who's going to look for the pony. We've set who's going to go sort out the Santa problem. You, Archibald, you go back to the stage. We're going to stay with you. You go back mm-hmm. to the stage and you catch Polly like by the side of the stage, walking up and down with her guitar. And she goes, oh, that, let's uh, uh, try that again. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, she goes, Father Middleton, I-, I didn't see you there. You took me by surprise. That's uh, that's quite all right. It's um, the snow muffles movement. I, is everything all right? You, you seem to remarkably be... practiced in moving quietly, Father. <laughs> it's almost like you hang with mercenaries sometimes. If you surprise, a long and eventful life, despite <laughs> efforts. Um, yes. The you seem to. I would ask, is everything all right? But I think we both know that's not the case. What's going on? Right. Dear? This feels like it ought to be a move of some kind. Yes. Um, Make a move on Polly Darton. You're, you're welcome I mean, to. Um, <laughs> I think she's uh, married. I, I have a move called... I, th- I have a move on, on my sheet called Lend an Ear. Yes, that is exactly the sort go. of thing I'm looking for. Let me just find it real which, quickly. Um, which, uh, which is actually linked to healing, um, which is actually hin- linked to healing hurts. Well, rather perhaps, than so perhaps it do- she has a hurt. You don't know. Yes, indeed. Does she have a hurty? Um, sorry, I'm uh, scrolling sorry, down I'm to your the elder. The Lend an Ear. <laughs> Whenever you spend time truly listening to someone else's struggles, they heal a hurt and then transfer their remaining hurt to you interesting Ooh. cool um so yeah do you want to try that Lend uh yeah so mechanically this is how it works you're going to roll uh, you know this already but for, for the listeners at home you're going to roll two dice and then you can either have a success a mixed success or a failure mm-hmm. what stat do you want me to roll with spirit 
I was thinking probably or spirit. Charm. Yeah, like you could. Yeah, I, spirit. Unless you're you're like trying to be sly, which it doesn't feel like you are being. You're not trying to trick. I'm, her into I'm, being, I'm being very frank and very yeah, genuine. You're asking because so you want to help. So I think spirit. Yeah. would make sense. Cool. All right. That is a seven. Okay, so a mixed success. So, what was it you said? It's like uh, I'd say, what's um, the trouble? Yeah, we, we we both yeah um we both noticed something, uh, we both noticed something wrong. What uh, what's really going on, basically? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be a mixed success. So what she does is, she, and again, you've you've never seen Polly Darton like this. Like she looks very kind of almost almost kind of worried and anxious. Uh, she mm. looks around for a minute and then she kind of grabs you by the forearm and she says, "Come with me, darling," and she takes you like over where it's more private to the side of the stage. Oh, I say. Um, and it's all right, it's fine. Um, and she says, uh, keeping her voice very, very low, she's like, "Well, you see, you see, Father, there's there's a bit of a problem in, that I've been having. Is that all this darn it pressure on me, trying to make sure that this Christmas pageant go, this Christmas concert rather pageant, Christmas pageant, <laughs> fuck." Half the problem is she thinks it's a pageant. <laughs> yeah, losing her marbles. Um, I, I love that, that my habit of going to get my voice back together has rubbed off on you. Yep, thank you for that one. <laughs> it's the uh, <clears throat> scratch that. It's the darndest thing, Father. You see, all all this pressure been on me trying to make this Christmas concert so nice, and every year everybody has such a nice time, but everyone looks forward to my Christmas song. You see, but it's the it's the darndest thing. I haven't got a song. I have writer's block. And I've been trying and I've been trying, but I just can't find, seem to find the darn song this year. I see. That is, well, we all put, we all put pressure on ourselves. I don't have, I don't have wise words right now, but... I've got minister's block. She kind of she looks off determinedly into the middle distance, <laughs> and she says, "If only I could find something to spark my imagination, some some sort of beautiful story and a bit of Christmas magic to inspire me, I'm sure I could write a song in time <laughs> <laughs> and <See>. record it." <laughs> that sounds yeah. That sounds like a truly noble goal. And who knows? Stranger things have happened. So uh, I would say. My advice right now would be to yes. My advice right now would be to live in live in faith and let some of those who really do care for you, Polly, to take the burden from you and you know just take take some of that worry from you. We'll do what we can so you can focus on yours. And for this is a few note for maybe next year. Let some. You've been an absolute piece of dynamite, but this is not a burden you have to carry alone. It never has been. Aww. So, for 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 for, for, for next year, we'll maybe make this more of a a group effort. But for tonight, well, we'll do what we can. I'm sure it'll be all right on the night. It always is. <laughs> she kind of. I she... I have every faith in you. <laughs> She she kind of she chuckles a little bit at that and she's like oh you you're so good to us all father and she kind of like squeezes your forearm again and uh, then she kind of wraps wraps she she's, she's got a bit of her usual like like 
fluff back, but like she still looks quite haggard compared to normal. And mm. she's like, "Well, you better get get out there and make sure that everything gets sorted. And if you, we'll just have to hope for a little Christmas miracle over here with me and my guitar." And she kind of smiles and she starts like kind of strumming away and see if she can find something like come up with a tune. Absolutely. Um, yep. But yeah, so that's your kind of that's your additional problem is uh, Polly needs inspiration. Inspiration. Fantastic. She needs a Christmas muse. She needs um, a Christmas muse. What a Christmas conundrum has been put forward to us. A rogue Santa, a rogue horse, and a rogue motive inspiration. How will our dear bunch of, if anything, idiots try and f solve this? Well, you'll have to find out next week. But until then, thank you for listening to Direcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Direcast and on Instagram at DirecastPod. And subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoy listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. You can also now support us on Patreon, and we would absolutely love it if you consider giving us a few pounds a month. Go to patreon.com slash diacast to check out the tiers and rewards available. Diacast is Lukey Slim, Matt George Lovett, Jacob War, Helen, Peter Wellman, and H. Folkman. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folkman. The Diacast theme is composed and performed by Matt George Lovett. This episode's theme was We Wish You a Merry Christmas by Kevin MacLeod, where more of his music can be found at incompetech.com and licensed under the Creative Commons. This episode was edited by Jacob War and Peter Wellman. This week we were playing Warmer in the Winter, a link to which can be found in the episode description. And at least for this week, that's how the die are cast. Merry Christmas.